And this right here could be the biggest moment of his career. Is it his time? Yes. Watson is wearing a green jacket at Augusta. There's no doubt about it. The bear has come out of hibernation. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. I'm ready to roll here with the Hero World Challenge preview here on the Golf Preview Podcast on Pregames Network. I'm your host, Will Doctor. Welcome aboard as I give you all the picks and predictions you need for the off-season action down the Bahamas at Albany Golf Club. Tiger Woods is the host this week as he's been running this tournament for 23 years now. He invites the 20 best players of the year every offseason down to Albany Golf Club for 72 holes of action. There is no cut at the 36-hole halfway point at the Hero. And despite the field size and the fact that we are in the middle of the offseason, this is not an exhibition. This is a tournament where players receive official world golf ranking points for their play this week. You're going to get a ton of live supporters uh, a ton of live freaks this week moaning about how Tiger's 20-player field gets official world golf ranking points. You know, they may have a right to do so from a perspective of field size. I think Tiger should bring at least 50 players for the Hero. 20 players is way too small of a field. But uh, my rebuttal to the live golf stands would be that this week is 72 holes of golf. That is a, a big check mark as far as qualifications for the official world golf rankings are concerned. And the reason Liv continues to strike out with the official world golf ranking points is because there is a team component and it's 54 holes. And there isn't a 54-hole tournament in the world that is observed by the official world golf rankings. And why did Liv do the 54-hole thing? I, I have no idea. You didn't see the AFL try to change football to three quarters. You didn't see uh, minor league baseball and overseas baseball leagues trying to play seven inning games. The The NBA G League is four quarters. The Saudi soccer league that recruited Ronaldo, tried to recruit Messi, still follows regulated soccer rules. So for the life of me, I can't figure out why the live suits thought that 54 holes instead of 72 holes was a good idea. I have always said that if Live Golf would have uh, just gone to 72 holes off the bat, made it a 72-hole traditional format with the Saudi money backing it, they would have each one of the top 20 players in the world. You take this John Rahm situation, for instance. It has been rumored um, and front uh, front office sports officially reported it yesterday uh, that John Rahm has a $600 million deal on the table with Live Golf. Now, some credible people uh, have refuted this report. NFL legend J.J. Watt is good friends with John Rahm. They are neighbors out in Scottsdale, Arizona. And Watt said that if Rahm really had a $600 million deal on the table, Watt said he would go to Rom and use physical force to sign the deal. So we have no reason to doubt J.J. Watt and the information he provided. But I do think Rom has some kind of live deal on the table. Who knows about the price? But I do think there is a deal there for Rom. And my theory is that he has multiple issues with the format. I think he has issues with 
the team aspect of Liv. I think Rom has issues with the shotgun start. And Rom 100% has an issue with a 54-hole format because the best players in the world know they have a better chance of winning over the span of 72 holes. The more holes that a player like John Rahm and Victor Hovland have to play, the better chance they have to win. And, you know, that's why, you know, there's only, there's over 2,000 pro golfers who can catch fire over 54 holes, but only a unique few such as Rahm have the ability to do so over 72 holes. And as I said, Rahm isn't going to a tour uh, without official world golf ranking points. He's just not going to do it. And, you know, for the reason John Rahm backed out of Tiger's TGL league last week, there's been a ton of speculation around that. And if you're still unfamiliar with what the TGL league is, it's an indoor golf simulator league that will air Tuesday nights on se- at 7 p.m. on ESPN. It's a league that was started by Tiger and Rory. It was supposed to begin in 2024, but the special made stadium in West Palm was totally destroyed in a storm a couple weeks ago. So they pushed that back here. It's not now going to start in 2025. To close on the ROM note, I didn't think it was strange at all that John Rom withdrew from the TGL league because of scheduling. Uh, you don't see players like Jordan Spieth playing TGL because Jordan Spieth just had two kids in in the midst of a 20 to 27 uh, event season. Jordan Spieth not going to have the time to go fly out to West Palm on Tuesdays when he just finished up an event on Sunday and he's got to be to the next event on Thursday. Um, it's going to take some dedicated professional golfers to do so. And I believe that players like Jordan Spieth and John Rahm uh, opted not to because they play golf to play on the PGA Tour. Some of these players, they don't they don't need these one-off events. They don't need the Netflix Cup. They don't need full swing. They just want to play and win on the PGA Tour. So that's why John Rahm, in my opinion, backed out of the TGL League. We'll have some updated information as far as Rom's status on the PGA Tour is concerned. Uh, I'll bring you that uh, maybe via Twitter if it doesn't happen uh, by the time we talk again, which will be in January prior to the Century Tournament of Champions. Um, as for my thoughts on TGL being delayed a year, I could care less. I could care less about any golf that is played indoors. This TGL league is just a way to get Tiger on national television more frequently. That is all. Uh, I will be watching to see what Tiger is up to. And, you know, once he's gone, whenever that is, there's no way this league survives. There's no chance. And I also don't care that it's delayed until 2025 because Tiger Woods is going to tee it up five to seven times this year, according to sources in South Florida. And his return starts right here, right now, this week in the Bahamas. So let's do some Tiger and what you should expect from the big cat this week in his return to golf. Tiger, for the last six to eight months, has exclusively focused his time in getting TGL off the ground. He's been catting for his son, Charlie, and he's been rehabbing his right ankle, which he had a second reconstructive surgery on last year after withdrawing from the Masters in the third round. The first surgery on that right leg came after his 
notorious single person car accident in LA two years ago. Tiger has played six competitive tournaments since and hasn't done much of anything results wise. But in those six competitive events, it was obvious that there were complications in that right leg from the surgery, uh, which wasn't a huge surprise considering they almost had to amputate that right leg after the wreck in LA. But in his public appearances, since the second surgery last year, he is no longer walking with a limp. And we know this because we saw we saw Tiger Caddy for his son in the Nota Begay Jr. for at least 36 holes. Tiger walked at least 36 holes with a bag on his shoulders, with cameras following him the entire way, and we did not see a limp. Tiger did say that other areas of his body are still hurting him, but he said that the right ankle is in a completely different spot, a a much more positive spot where he's not going to be limping around anymore. So when you talk about where Tiger stands as a professional golfer, he's ranked outside of the top 1,000 in the official world golf rankings. It's the worst he's ever been ranked. But only because he just hasn't played that much golf over the last two and a half years. I have no problem saying that this is the best shape Tiger has been in since before the accident. And I say that because the big cat has proven he can walk a golf course. And he did so while catting for Charlie with a bag over his shoulders. It's not that easy of a thing to do when your leg was nearly uh was nearly amputated two years ago. Now, he hasn't had any competitive reps in a long time, but you should respect the fact that in two events he played in 2023, he made the cut at both of them. He made the cut on the number Riviera, finished 45th, and he made the cut at the Masters before withdrawing in round three. It was nasty weather at Augusta this year, cold and wet, and that right leg did not hold up. Tiger will get in 72 holes this week, regardless of what happens on Thursday and Friday, since there's no cut at the hero. You can find Tiger's best winning odds this week on FanDuel at 80 to 1. But I'm a pass on Big Cat this week, because even in the years when Tiger's been healthy, Tiger has never had a ton of success at Albany Golf Club. He moved this tournament here from Sherwood in California in 2015. He moved it to Albany Golf Club in the Bahamas in 2015. And keep in mind, it's always been a 20-person field, and he's only finished better than ninth once. So in his five times playing in the Hero at Albany, Tiger has only finished better than ninth once. And that is why I'm out on Tiger this week. There are courses like Augusta where he can just show up off the couch and play well and contend in Albany Golf Club is not one of those places. We move into discussing the top four favorites on the odds boards this week. I'll follow that up by giving you the matchups, a pick to place and an outright winner for this week. Then we will wrap up the show with a sleeper, a first round leader, a scoring prediction and a best bet. There will be no lineup this week as it's only a 20 man field. So let's get it rolling right here with the favorites. 
All right, let's start with the hero double champ and Victor Hovland. He opens at plus 400 on FanDuel, DraftKings, Bavada, MGM, and Bet Online. My friends across the pond can also find it at plus 400 on Bet365. And Hovland is the favorite this week for a reason. Not only because he's going for a three-peat at this tournament, but also because he's won three times over his last 10 starts. He made over... $30 million on the golf course last year, winning the end of the year FedEx Cup money list. You know, that always helps. It's a huge $13 million prize. But Hovland at 26 years old is not someone who is going to put the brakes on as far as his workload and as far as his focus is concerned. The, The press asked him, uh, before the DP World Tour Championship, if he did any lavish spending over the offseason with all the money that he made last year, just 26. And he said really nothing. He took his mom on a trip overseas. And other than that, Victor Hovland has been working on his game, preparing for this season, preparing to win a major championship right there in Stillwater, Oklahoma, where he went to Oklahoma State and still resides to this day. He, you know, not a guy you're going to find at the clubs, not a guy you're going to find on live golf, not, not a guy you're going to find, you know, partying ever. This guy's focused. Victor is very focused on trying to win a major next season. And knowing that helps in an off season tournament like this, because you know, most guys are fresh off the couch. Most of them have done nothing since the tour championship in August. Now, not only has Hovland been hard at work, but he's also played two events since the tour championship. He finished fifth at the BMW PGA and then took second at the DP World Tour Championship. Obviously, Albany is a course that Hovland is very comfortable on. Historically, he pay, he plays his best golf on coastal golf courses. Remember, the first five PGA Tour events that Victor Hovland won came on coastal golf courses. Puerto Rico... Mayakoba, Mayakoba again, Bahamas, and then Bahamas again was the locations of his first five wins. Then once he got his short game in order last year, he was able to win on elite courses like Muirfield, like Olympia Fields, like Eastlake. But at his core, Hovland plays much better in these tropical environments like the Bahamas. I will have Victor Hovland on my card this week. I'll have Victor Hovland to finish this top European at minus 150 on DraftKings. And the reason I like this ticket is because there's four Europeans in the field. And besides Hovland, uh, the other three don't have much of a chance to place place this week. You have Victor Hovland, you have Matthew Fitzpatrick, you have Sepp Straka, and you have Justin Rose as far as the Europeans in this field are concerned. Fitzpatrick is... Coming off a 27th place finish, the DP World Tour Championship, and in two career starts at the 20-man field uh, at the Hero, Fitzy has never finished better than 12th. So Hovland definitely takes down Fitzpatrick this week. Sepp Straka finished 10th at this event last year. I'm not concerned about Straka outplaying Hovland. I don't see that happening. And then Justin Rose, you know, the only reason Justin Rose is even in the field this week is because Xander Shoffley and Patrick Cantlay withdrew. So Tiger gave those two spots to Rose and to Lucas Glover. And yes, 
Rose did make the European Ryder Cup team, but in his last three starts, he did not finish better than 36th due to some atrocious putting. Rose putted, you know, has putted awful dating back to August. So as far as Hovland is concerned, uh, he goes off in the last pairing with Max Homa on Thursday afternoon. I will be on Victor Hovland as the top European at minus 150 on DraftKings Sportsbook. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. How's your social battery right now, AJ? I know sometimes I get drained and it could be easy to ignore your social battery and just spread yourself too thin, you know, especially when it comes to social gatherings and maybe just things you're not in the mood for. Well, do you know the right amount of socializing you need to do to keep yourself balanced? Therapy can give you that self-awareness and you can build basically your routine that reflects what you need personally. Everybody's different in this way. That was a big driver for me when I was in therapy. I got a lot out of it and it's so easy here Give BetterHelp a try if you've said, I don't want to go out of my way to do this. It's all online. It's as convenient as can be, and it's suited to you. It's simple. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Vegas today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Vegas. AJ, It's important to me that the supplements that I take every single day are of the highest quality. And that's why ever since they jumped aboard as a sponsor with us, I've been drinking AG1. Because for AG1, quality isn't just a buzzword. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality. And I love that every scoop has prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes for my gut support, B vitamins for energy. It's got the magnesium and ashwagandha for stress support, also testosterone support, vitamin C and zinc to support my immune system. I don't get sick anymore. Well, you're welcome for introducing you to AG1. Yeah, but uh, I mean, this stuff is incredible. And so many people have asked me, are you just reading commercials? No, man. AG1 is actually legit. And there's a reason why I drink it every single day. It just makes taking care of my health so much easier in general. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com SOV. That's drinkag1.com SOV. Check it out. All right, Scotty Scheffler is your second odds favorite this week at plus 550 over at William Hill. And when you talk about Scheffler's 2023 season, yes, he won two events. But last year was a season where he could have won seven to eight events had the putting been average, just average. Week after week in 2023, Scheffler had top five finish after top five finish. You know, it's very tough to be that consistent in golf, and any pro would happily take the season Scheffler had. But man, you look at, you look back at some of these signature events that Scheffler would have won with decent putting, and and it makes your jaw drop. 10th at the Masters with horrible putting, third at Colonial with horrible putting, third at Jack's Place, where he lost two shots to the field that week on the greens, which is garbage. Third at the Scottish, second at the BMW, both of which he did not putt well. So so while Scheffler's ball striking numbers were the best we've seen since Tiger in 2000, the putting has significantly held him back. And 
I understand he's finished runner-up at the last two editions of the Hero, but I'm out on Scotty Scheffler this week only because he hasn't played golf since the Ryder Cup in September. This is the first stroke play event he's played since the end of August. And I know that Scheffler is a is a workhorse like Hovland, but you know, finishing top five here is going to be tough if you're not making a bunch of putts and getting to that 20 to 25 under par number. And number two, you can't even get him in a matchup this week. You can, but it comes with a ridiculous price. Scheffler is minus 155 over Max Home, and he's minus 141 over Colin Morikawa. I'm a pass on both of those. Homa's playing well at the moment. Morikawa is a big question mark because while he won the Zozo uh, this fall, he withdrew from the Netflix Cup with back injuries a couple weeks ago. So we don't have a great feel on Morikawa. I'll talk about him in a second. But the last thing on Scheffler, I don't love that Scheffler is going to play with Sam Burns in the first two rounds. I get it's not match play, and they're not on the same team. This is an individual traditional format. But we saw how it went for Scheffler and Burns last time they were paired together, which was the Ryder Cup. And that was an absolute catastrophe. So we're a pass on Scotty Scheffler this week. We're now on to Colin Morikawa, who opens at plus 800 on DraftKings, FanDuel, and Bavada. And Morikawa is tricky this week. You look at his last four starts, and on paper, it looks like he's in a really good spot with this game. He's coming off a win in mid-October at the Zozo Championship over in Japan, which was his sixth win on the PGA Tour. And that was his fourth straight finish of placing 25th or better. And his fall performance was a much different story than what we saw from Morikawa over the summer. He noted that he really struggled with that iron play last year, which is usually a big strength of his. The issue with Morikawa this week is we don't have a clue about the health of his back. Two weeks ago, he was scheduled to play in the Netflix Cup, which was Netflix's first live sports production starring players from the PGA Tour and starring, starring drivers from F1 Racing, you know, that was a total disaster of a production, but I digress. Morikawa withdrew from that event due to a back injury. Um, obviously, the tropical climate will take some pressure off the back, and he's played well at the Hero historically. But I'm a pass on Morikawa this week with the question marks around his health. So no Morikawa for me this week. The final player for the odds discussion will be Max Homa, who opens at plus 850 on DraftKings. And Homa has really been the talk of the offseason as he won the, the Ned Bank Golf Challenge over in South Africa about a week ago. That was his sixth finish in a row where he placed 10th or better. And Homa has now vaulted to seventh on the official world golf rankings. And this is someone who has played quite a bit of professional golf since the tour championship in August. He has not been on the couch. Not only did he win the Ned bank, but he was part of the U S Ryder cup team. And he was also a participant in the Netflix cup. So he's coming into the Bahamas, you know, with this game, fairly sharp Homa is. And, um, you know, I don't love Max Homa in, in an elite field. And over the years, he has struggled around coastal golf courses, especially ones 
that feature B- Bermuda grass greens like Albany. He finished 17th here last year. And when you look at when you look at last year for Homa, he didn't really perform well at the tournaments where all the top players in the world were competing. 43rd at the Masters, 55th at the PGA, and a miscut at the US Open. I just don't see 33-year-old Max Homa winning tournaments in star-studded fields. And historically, he has not putted well on Bermuda Greens. And I also don't agree with his plus 800 winning number. For a 33-year-old who has never beat this caliber of field, I think that the number should be more around 11 to 1. There's no way Homa should be plus 800 this week. So shockingly enough, I am out on Max Homa. So coming out of the favorites discussion, the only ticket we have booked so far is Victor Hovland to finish top European at minus 150 on DraftKings. We now move on to the matchups where I'll start with two matchups featuring Justin Thomas on Bet Online and Justin Thomas is someone who I'm all in on this week. A lot of media talking heads are going to tell you, oh, JT struggled last year. You know, JT struggled in our major championship Calcutta's. Let's wait and see how he starts in 2024. Well, the fact is, if you've paid attention at what's going on in the world of golf over the last two months, you would know that since August, Justin Thomas has been quietly returning to his top form. He ended last season finishing 12th at the Wyndham. And then in September, he played in Napa at the Fortinet and finished fifth. And then two weeks ago, he finished fourth at the Ned Bank Challenge in South Africa. So before you write off JT, just because of the way he played last year, you have to take a closer look at what he's done this fall because JT is about to make a sensational comeback this year to the peak of professional golf. So we begin with the matchups. And matchup number one will be Justin Thomas over Matthew Fitzpatrick at even money on bet online. And the knock on Fitzpatrick this week is simple. He did not play well last week at the DP World Tour Championship. Fitzpatrick finished 27th there after a horrendous week on the greens. And in two career starts at the Hero, Fitzpatrick has not finished better than 12th in the 20-person field. So, For matchup number one, we will fade world number eight. It will be Justin Thomas over Matthew Fitzpatrick at even money on bet online. And for matchup number two, it will be Justin Thomas over Cam Young at even money on bet online. And the thing with Young is, you know, he's recorded one finish better than 31st in his last five starts. In his most recent appearances, he went 54th at El Cardinal and 38th at the RSM Classic. Everyone wants to make a huge deal that Young finished third at the Hero last year. But to me, Cam Young is not playing near as well as this time last year. This time last year, Young was coming off a Rookie of the Year season and contending um, in you know, nearly every major championship. He did so. He contended in every major in 2022. And I'll give it to him. Uh, Young, he top 10 in two majors in 2023 at the Masters and at the Open. But other than that, Cam Young was non-existent last season. Remember, Cam Young is not good on the greens. He was one of the best ball strikers on the planet in 2022, And that was not the same story last season. So when he lost the pure ball striking last year and continued to putt poorly, his entire game was exposed. And 
it didn't get any better this fall. 38th and 54th are his last two results. So for matchup number two, it will be Justin Thomas over Cam Young at even money on Bet Online. For our one pick to place, you heard that in the favorite. It's going to be Victor Hovland to finish as the top European at minus 150 on DraftKings. And for our outright winner for the Hero World Challenge, I'm going with Justin Thomas at 16 to 1 at Caesars. You can also find 16 to 1 for Thomas to win at William Hill, FanDuel, or DraftKings. And JT is paired up with his good friend Tiger Woods in the first round of the Hero. They will go off at 11.52 a.m. Thursday morning, which is the second-to-last tee time. They'll be in the group in front of Hovland and Homa. And as we sit here today on November 28th, 2023, I'm well aware that Justin Thomas has fallen all the way to number 27 in the world. And I'm aware he is coming off a PGA Tour season where he did not make it to the playoffs. But... You have to know that when you're dealing with a player like Justin Thomas, when you're talking about a player who, you know, before last year, he never finished worse than 12th on the FedEx Cup standings. He's been a pro for nine years now. And before 2023, he never finished a season on the PGA Tour ranked worse than 12th. He is already one of the best ball strikers of all time. He is the most creative player we have seen since Tiger Woods in his prime. And it is very important to have that trait in golf. You have to be creative. And when you mix JT solid ball striking with his creative shot-making ability, it gives you one of the most special talents in the game. And I know JT has caught a ton of heat over the last year, especially from the gamblers. But at 30 years of age he is a 15-time pga tour winner and a two-time major champion there is only a handful of golfers over history that have had that resume at 30 and i say all of this because it gives me the confidence and it should give you the confidence to believe that jt is going to get back in the saddle and have a phenomenal 2024 yes last year was horrible but He has not been horrible as of late. He's been the total opposite. Like I told you, in his last two starts, which both came over the last two months, his last two starts finished in fifth and fourth. What's next? How about a win? How about Justin Thomas at 16-1 to to win the hero? Book it. That is our outright winner for this week. We are on to the sleeper. I'm going with Tony Finau to top 10 at plus 300 over at Caesars. And, you know, Finau was red hot through most of last season and picked up his fifth and sixth PGA Tour victories along the way. First at the Houston Open, then again at the Mexico Open. I would say the last three months of the season really didn't go the way Finau wanted to at all. His putting, really did not hold up down the stretch at the end of the season or in the playoffs. Like I've told you before, the T-ball, the iron play, that's never a problem for Finau. But he can get on stretches where he putts like a blind person. And it can take him about five or six events 
to turn it around on the greens. And his bad play at the end of last season cost him a spot on the American Ryder Cup team. It was a team that he should have made. I'm sure Zach Johnson feels that way looking back now, the way you know Burns threw up on himself and the way Jordan Spieth played so horrendously. But what can you do about it now? I digress on the Ryder Cup. I love Tony Finau to return to form on the greens after a little bit of rest. We have not seen him since his 20th place finish at the Tour Championship in August. But here's what we do know. Number one, Tony Finau loves coastal golf. Two of his six wins have come on tropical designs. His first win back in 2016 in Puerto Rico and his most recent victory at Vedanta in Mexico. He loves golf courses like Albany Golf Club. And that leads us into number two in the fact that Tony Finau has played well every time he's competed at the Hero. Look at his resume here in Albany. Second in 2019, 10th in 2020, and 7th in 2021. And he finished 7th at this tournament last year. So I think Tony Finau is a perfect sleeper. People and the dot-com talking heads are sleeping on him because he didn't have a great finish to last year. But what they don't know is that Tony the Tiger is an absolute machine in the Bahamas. He finished top 10 in each of his four starts at the Hero, and he's going to do it again this week. The sleeper for the Hero is going to be Tony Finau to top 10 at plus 300 over at Caesar Sportsbook. All right, on to the first round leader. My first round leader for this week is going to be Ricky Fowler, 18 to 1, to lead after the first round on DraftKings Sportsbook. The question is can Ricky put four rounds together to win against this field? I don't believe so. Ricky played very well last year, a lot of great finishes, and punched himself a ticket to the Ryder Cup, but. You have to understand that Ricky's one win came at the Rocket Mortgage in Detroit, where it wasn't really a star-studded field. It's a it's a PGA Tour win, nonetheless, which you know is really all that matters from a perspective of qualifying for majors and, of course, making that Ryder Cup team. But because of the inconsistencies with the putting, I don't think Ricky can put four rounds together and win against the top 20 best players in the world. I believe he will have a great week. He always does that at the Hero. But as far as winning is concerned, he hasn't done it in a major, and he hasn't done it at an elite PGA Tour event since the Waste Management back in 2019. But what he did prove last year is that he is not scared to come out of the gate firing right now, as he was 16th in first-round scoring average in the PGA Tour last year, and 16th um, and 11th, my apologies, in overall scoring average. And I like Ricky to lead the way after the first round at Albany because of the way he's played here at the Hero over the years. He won this event back in 2018, and he's never finished worse than 10th at the Hero in six total attempts at Albany Golf Club. So for my first round leader, we're going with Ricky Fowler at 18 to 1 on DraftKings Sportsbook. We're on to the scoring prediction for, the, for this week. You will have some rain in the Bahamas on Thursday, and it will be a windy weekend. Saturday, Saturday and Sunday call for pretty high winds. Historically, 
the winning score of this event has ranged between 17 and 21 under. And despite the conditions, despite the rain on Thursday and the window of the weekend, I like 20 under par as the winning number for the hero. And for the best bet, I am going with Ricky Fowler to top five at plus 280 on Caesars. Like I told you in the first round leader section, from what I saw at the end of last season, Ricky Fowler is not putting well enough to win this tournament, but the rest of his game has been very solid and he's never played bad at Albany Golf Club. Look at his results at Albany since 2015. Sixth, third, third, win, fifth, ninth. So, you know, this is someone who is 100% going to be in contention this week. Ricky Fowler is. He's very good on coastal golf. And he knows how to play the wins that will be active on Saturday and Sunday in the Bahamas. I don't think he wins the golf tournament, but I know he will be in contention with a chance to win at the 54-hole mark. If we get a little duel between Justin Thomas and Ricky Fowler on Sunday, well, that's a cherry on top. So the best bet for the hero is going to be Ricky Fowler to top five at plus 280 on Caesars. All right, folks, Will Doctor here from the Golf Preview Podcast on Pregames Network. Listen, if you want 20% off all purchases on pregame.com, use my coupon code for this episode only. It's HERO20. Once again, that is HERO20 for 20% off all picks and purchases at pregame.com. Listen, uh, college basketball is now underway. We're in full flow of the NFL and college football season. So much going NBA, uh, you know, in full flow, so much going on, so many picks to purchase over at pregame.com. So use my coupon code HERO20 for 20% off all picks for listeners of this podcast only. Once again, that is HERO20 for 20% off all picks of listeners of this podcast only. Thank you for joining me in this off-season edition of the Golf Preview Podcast on Pregames Network. I'm your host, Will Doctor. You can find me on X at DRMedia59. Have a phenomenal Christmas break, and we will talk in January before the century. I'm fired up for 2024. We'll talk soon.